much. <laughs> Thanks. I was kind of wishing that you would do like 10 more songs. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Um, I don't have my bunny ear. Usually I wear bunny ears for this particular um, mom's meeting, but I'm not going to wear them today because I want us to really enter into this season beyond the bunny. So we are here. You have come here today because you love your families and you love your children and you love your husbands and you would like to find encouragement and advice and just a fresh vision for how to serve your family. So what I do in Happy Homes is I try to come and give you guys some, you know those like, it's really, sometimes I feel with little ones, you get into these moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, if I only had something to do with them, then they wouldn't be hanging from the chandelier. So... And I'm not Martha Stewart. In fact, anything that has like a requirement of four items or more is when I just start to break out in a sweat or I immediately just hit the floor in the fetal position. So like I just if it if I find an idea I, and I bring it to you, I like it to be very simple. So like three, two or three items, four at the most. And usually it's stuff that you have laying around your house. So for today, for this month, we are going to be focusing on our risen Lord with our families because Easter is such an amazing, this is like our, as Christians, as believers, this is like the most important holiday that we celebrate aside from Christmas. And so this is such, while it's a message that we should preach to our families like every day, because it is the gospel, um, this is a really great season where we can just give them some tangible uh, activities and experiences to keep their hearts focused on Christ. So, um, with that being said, uh, my son and I, we have developed this little thing. So we did it at Christmas and we're doing it now where, you know, I have had, I have this website for moms and someone actually just emailed me and she's like, how do you, you know, keep it about Jesus and not about the bunny? So what I do with my son is, uh, you know, and we, we, we got some bunny stuff and, you know, I'll even share a few bunny things today, but it's more about like, you know, God created bunnies and bunnies are a symbol of springtime and everything, but you know, mostly what I'll ask my son is I'll say, hey, you know, Noah, is Easter about bunnies? And he goes, no, Easter is about Jesus. And it's just this easy, simple little thing that we'll just kind of do as we go to the stores and we'll see things like, you know, giant 10-foot bunnies at Costco or whatever. And I'll laugh and we'll say, that's really fun, but is Easter? about bunnies 
No, Easter is about Jesus. And it sounds silly, but it's getting into his core. And, you know, and we just keep it lighthearted and fun because I don't want to be like a legalistic, like, we can't do bunnies. You know, like, you don't want to ever. I just don't think that that kind of sets our children up to be judgmental of other families. And so I want to encourage him to just, this is what our family does. We love bunnies. God made them. But it's about celebrating so much more than that. So um, I'm going to read to you what was kind of the inspiration behind what I'm sharing today. And it's from the book of Hebrews, and it's Hebrews 12.2 says, We must never stop looking to Jesus. He is the leader of our faith, and he is the one who makes our faith complete. He suffered death on a cross. But he accepted the shame of the cross as if it were nothing because of the joy that he could see waiting for him. And now he is sitting at the right side of God's throne. And when I hear that, I immediately was encouraged because I thought, this is it. This is the message that he wants us to get as women and as believers is the joy he was able to endure all that pain and all that trial and all that suffering because of the joy that awaited him. And now as we live on this earth and we've got trials, we have as... Sandy shared um, our dear friend with cancer. And you know, I was texting with Mary Beth, and she just wrote back to me. She says, you know, I have such a peace about this. And I thought, that's it. We can endure, just as Christ endured all that suffering, because we see the joy that is coming for us in heaven. And he gives that to us on earth. And so um, I am going to encourage all of you to go on the joy journey this month with your families. Um, do you mind, Miss Jennifer? Um, my first slide. This is in your books, in the magazines. And so there are 20 days in April. And now we're already four days in. So... Um, you know, don't sweat it. If you're like a perfectionist like me and you have to have all 20 things, you know, um, it's okay if you do 16 or whatever, or, or even if you just do 10 or two or whatever. The whole point is just to give you some resources, some tools to make it about Christ for your kids. Um, the next slide, what I did is I, I took those cards, and if you don't want to cut up your magazine, you can get this printable free on my website. I cut up those little cards and I put them in eggs and I numbered them 1 to 20. And my son and I are opening one every day and we're just doing an activity. And on my website, there's actually a little, um, I have a little printout of all the supplies you'll need to do this. And it's they're all really easy things that probably you'll have laying around the house, like, um, you know, like construction paper or what tape, scissors, whatever. You know, it's all stuff that we have. So, like I said, we like to keep it easy. So, 
So the joy journey, we've got our 20 activities. I'm going to share some of them and walk you through them. The first one that we did was I just got a poster board and I love it. We wrote Jesus is alive and then we painted it with watercolors. I actually did this with my two-year-old class and they loved it. And I was actually, I was telling them, I felt super impressed that they stayed relatively close to the letters. (laughs) I kind of was expecting the whole page to be painted. But what a fun thing to do with your children. And you could use all different types of mediums. We just did watercolors because I hadn't done watercolors in a while and I think they're really pretty and they kind of look Easter-y. <laughs> but you could do glitter or, you know, I'm, I'm always a big fan of glitter. and um, Or you could do markers or crayons or whatever. And then what we did is I actually made it, that one is what I made with Noah and we hung it in our front window so that everyone driving by will know that Jesus is alive and that's why we celebrate this season. Um, so that's the first activity. The next one is also super simple. And if you have kids in the preschool, um, I did this also with my kids at home and I did it with my two-year-olds. All you need is contact paper and you cut it in the shape of a cross and then use painter's tape to tape the outside of it to a glass. Like it could be a glass window, it could be a glass door. We did the front door to the preschool um, across the street and you sticky side out and then you just let your kids put cut a bunch of tissue paper squares and let them stick it on. And isn't that beautiful? So now I think, is Tanya Sister here? I think she's working, but she told me that her son Mason would walks by it and every time he points to the cross and he just says, so pretty mommy and I just love that you know it's just such a beautiful visual for our children and you can if it's right there in your living room or in your kitchen you can just constantly point toward to them and to it and say oh you know isn't the cross such a great reminder of Jesus his love for us so very simple and um, beautiful thing. All right, the next idea. Now this one, I had to pull an image off of Pinterest, but I just posted it on my blog last night. But I made a little note that says, like I said, we, we can do bunnies, you know, it's all fun, but we put it, we point it towards Jesus. So I made this little note that said, no bunny loves you like Jesus. And just if you go to the store, I found these lint chocolate bunnies were on killer sale at Publix and it's like pretty good chocolate. So I bought some for, um, for our, like my kids' teachers and, um, we're just going to leave them on their desk later today so they can, they can have a little surprise when they come into their classroom later. You could drop them on a neighbor's doorstep as long as you know they're home and it's not a hot day. That would be kind of like, wah, wah. You know, like open the door, it's like chocolate puddle. <laughs> um, so really a sweet simple way. You could, you know, my fate, one of my favorite things, my top two favorite people to bless that's like kind of unique is the mail, the mailman. And you could stick this in the mailbox for them. So like, because you know, it's like so boring. They're like opening and like shoving things in, taking things out. But then like, if there's mail for them, I mean like, that's just like, 
total day changer. So, you know, think of these and, and like get your kids involved. Make them put it in the mailbox. Tell them how fun. You could even hide if you're home when your mailman comes. You could hide in watch and see if they get it and watch their reaction. Like make a big event out of it. So, um, and then another part, the other thing that I like to do is the same kind of idea. You know the people at the bank when you go through the drive-thru and they have those tubes? I mean, it's boring. They're just passing pens and deposit slips back and forth. You know, what if you like, this is what we do. We'll take something like this and stick it in the tube at the end of our like deposit or whatever and then we'll floor it and we'll gun it out of there and we'll send this and it'll just be like, oh, you know, just a total surprise for them. So I encourage you to find little ways that you can use this, like the checker at Publix, whatever. You know, just you can have them on hand. I think the dollar store even sells like a whole string of chocolate bunnies for a dollar. So um, very simple and stuff you can do real quick. Um, Okay. I really loved this idea. If your kids kind of have a heart for science experiments, this will really ring true for them. And it'll be a great message. So you just need a white carnation and a, like a vase and some water and have them. What they're going to do is they're going to um, pour some red dye into the water and about oh, give it like about a week, five to seven days. And over the five to seven days, you'll see the white carnation will soak in that red red from the from the vase from the water and the carnation will actually start becoming red and it'll be this symbol that you can talk to them about how um, you know Christ was perfect he was absolutely perfect had no sin like the white carnation but he took on our sin because he loved us and that's just a really neat way a good visual and in your um, magazines I think there's even a scripture I provided that you can you know open up God's word and look at that together okay the next one how have you guys ever done this before I've shared it before at mom's you can mail easter eggs Tell me you're not, like, wowed by that right now. I mean, I when I first read that a couple years ago, I was like, this is amazing. If you go to, like, and I totally recommend, you need to get the jumbo eggs. So, like, you can find them anywhere. But they just need to be a little bit bigger than, like, these guys. These guys might get lost in the mail. But um, if you get the jumbo eggs and you just fill it, try to fill it. I wouldn't fill it with chocolate. Again, you don't want it to be, wah, wah. You know, your kids are, like, so excited. Oh, an egg came in the mail and it's like mud so um you know maybe jelly beans or like a lot like something small that's hard candy or whatever and then you wrap it with um you know wrap the egg once you're done filling it oh and put like a little note in it or something um and then wrap it with clear packing tape and then you take you can put your little label of who you're sending it to and then take it to the mail this will be really fun for your kids too and have them like put three or four of them up on the at the post office say i want to mail these eggs and I guarantee that you will probably make that mail person's day because I've read I've read on a couple blogs that actually did this that the mail people were like kind of excited because like I said it's like boring getting the same like you know priority mail square rectangle things are like okay stamp it put it in the thing <gasps> eggs oh let's figure out how we can stamp this you know like it just gives them a little extra joy in their day okay next slide. 
Okay, we're going to sing right now. Um, so everyone, me, 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 me. I hope, you know, we had Hannah warm us up. So this is really fun. All you have to do on this day, if you are doing the joy journey and you pick this card, um, this is just a little song you can teach your kids. And you could even, if they get really master, if they master it, you should have them call someone like grandma or Skype someone and sing it to them. Um, so here's, it's to the tune of Jesus loves me. And let me just tell you, I did not practice this. So I'm sorry if it goes a little south. I practiced it in my head, but so hopefully it will be, it will be good. You girls can help carry me through. So sing, it's Jesus loves me. And you're spelling out the word Easter. So here we go. You girls ready? I got, oh, I'm, I'm going to be on camera. I'm glad I, I tried to look cute today. I'll, hey, the Easter song with the happy home fairy. Moms, 2014. Okay, ready? E is for Easter coming again soon. A is for angels near the tomb. S is for stone which was rolled away. T is for tomb found empty that day. Yes, he is risen. Sing it out. Yes, he is risen. Yes, he is risen. The Bible tells me so. Second verse. E is for early morning, all are glad. R is for risen, don't be sad. He'll come back for us someday. Until then, we'll watch and pray. Yes, he is risen. Yes, he is risen. Yes, he is risen. The Bible tells me so. Yay! I totally, like, when we sing with my kids, we always jump up the octave at the end just for a big finish. So when you're like, the Bible tells me so. And and it just makes it fun. All right, so you got it down, girls. You're ready to go. This one is another great idea I've shared year after year that's very simple and a beautiful experience for your kids. Um, I put on your thing, you could get like a, you know, go to the dollar store, you can get like a cookie tray or even one of those aluminum pans that you take to friends when they have a baby and you don't want to them to have to worry about giving your dish back. You know, fill it with dirt and then have your kids create a little scene where the tomb was. You can find a big rock. Um, and, and, you know, this is a very, I want to, I wish I had brought some sticks with me to show you. If you, all you need are two sticks and a, um, and a, what do you call those things? A pipe cleaner, a fuzzy, you know, chenille stem or whatever you call them. And you just, you, you, you can use that, this pipe cleaner to wrap around the two sticks to make a cross. So that's just an easy way to make a cross. And you can, you know, stick it into your scene. And here, the person who made these, they had Lego people that were soldiers, like the Roman soldiers. And you, like, really get, you get, you know, it depends on how old or whatever you want to get into it with your children. And then the idea is you put a, a you know, put a stone in front of the big, ro- bigger rock. And, you know, you could even make it if you have somehow, if you make the bigger rock, you could make it out of 
Play-Doh so that you can actually form like a little cave or whatever. Well, you could have a Lego person, that's Jesus, lay Jesus in the tomb, and then on Easter morning, have the stone rolled away. So when they wake up in their resurrection garden, it's like, oh my goodness, Jesus is risen. So what a fun and beautiful um, way to kind of just walk your kids through the story. Okay, the next one, this will be fun. If you buy, you buy some peeps and you, have you ever microwaved them? Oh, it's so cool. Well, that's pretty much what happens. So you can, what you're going to do is, um, the idea is, and I, I put a Jesus spin on it so you can bring the Lord into this activity by, um, by you put the, put it on a microwave safe plate, put it in the microwave for about a minute, but you're not going to need that much time. So basically the idea is you're just going to watch the, the peep puff and it's going to get bigger and bigger. And then when you, but as soon as you turn the microwave off, it's going to kind of deflate. So just, you know, prep your kids that really the big, the fun stuff is happening while the microwave is on. And, um, and, ba- and so I, I put in a little scripture verse that you can read to them while you're watching this is that how, how the Bible instructs us to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. And so just encouraging them, how can we grow in the Lord? We can pray to him. We can read his word. We can focus on our risen Lord. So just kind of a silly thing. I know it's a stretch, but it's fun. <laughs> I was like, how can I put a microwaving peeps into our joy journey? (laughs) Okay, next idea. This is on my website. I have a free printable. Have you guys ever egged a neighbor before? Oh, it's so fun. You fill 12 eggs and leave one empty. And that is the symbol of the empty tomb. And you can put anything in the other eggs, candy, notes, whatever. And then you take your kids, you go to someone's house and you put eggs all over their yard, everywhere you want. And then you leave this sign on their door. And it says, we have hidden 12 eggs in your yard. Enjoy the hunt, but don't be discouraged when you find the empty egg. It's a simple reminder of Jesus's empty tomb, for he is risen. And such a fun thing to just do for your neighbors. I had a girlfriend call me. She has neighbors who don't know the Lord, and she was like, do you think I should egg them? And I was like, definitely. You you definitely, and, and to just to point them to Christ. It's sort of like a fun way to open the door for them. All right, the next idea is a tape resist cross. Um, I This year with my two-year-olds, so don't do it with the don't do it with your little Freya. Um, I bought um, I brought these canvases at Walmart. They were $5 for two. And I'm just going to, you take painter's tape and you put it down and across. And I'm going to let my kids finger paint all over it. And then you pull the tape off and it'll be across. So um, it's such a beautiful. And then you can like hang it somewhere in your home. And that's one of those. It's totally going to be a beautiful thing, you know, no matter what. Um, so I encourage you to try that out. And it's kind of magical. You can like pull with your kids, pull the tape away and show them what it's revealing. All right. Uh, for Palm Sunday, I have, I thought this was such a sweet idea. In, uh, you just cut out your child's handprint from green paper and tape it onto a stick. And then you can talk them, read them through the story and have them wave their palm branches. And it's like really a palm branch because it's like their hands and palms. <laughs> so um, such a simple way to talk about the king and, and, and have them say, Hosanna, Hosanna. All right. The 
next idea, I loved this. I found this in, um, um, what was it? Thriving Family Magazine, which is uh, Focus on the Families. Um, it's a free publication. So if you like getting magazines in the mail, I love magazines. This one's free, and it's all about ideas for families. If you look it up, it's Thriving Family, and it's Focus on the Family. And it's great. as a great resource for moms. So they say to take the magic, the trick candles, and you make cupcakes, and you put a trick candle in there, and you light them. And like as a family, you talk about how on Easter, when Jesus died, everyone thought that the light had gone out and blow out your candles, and the light comes back on. And it's this image of how, no, no, <laughs> they did not snuff out his light, that he will forever be our light, that will burn forever and ever, and um, that nothing could take that down. So I would encourage you to, um, to do it. It's very easy, and I actually got these at Publix. Who loves this idea? Would you like some trick candles? A gift for you from me. <laughs> but yeah, you can find them at Publix. For some reason, I thought that trick candles, I have to go to Party City or whatever, but they're, they're right there at Publix. Um, okay, the next idea... Just to walk us through Holy Week, you can have a little time of, um, it doesn't, it's not real communion, um, but you can just talk about the symbols of the, you know, of the, have a little bread or crackers and some juice for them, and just really talk about the breaking of his bread, uh, I mean, of his body and his blood for us. And then there's a scripture you can read with your children. Uh, the next idea is actually the photo that's on the, your cover, which I looked at this and I was like, whose foot is that? That's not a beautiful foot. Do you guys know Beth Ann Seaman? This is her, these are her feet. I was like, they would never, they would never want my feet. And Ashley took this picture. I was like, girl, you are an amazing photographer. I'm, I mean, you would not want my feet in that photo. They'd be like, you'd be like, gross me out, girl. Go get a pedicure. <laughs> so I was just impressed by that. But, um, you know, have a foot washing ceremony with your kids. I really love this idea, and I think it's a beautiful example of humility and serving one another. And what a great foundation for a family. And I think this would be a great activity to do. Wash your kids' feet. Wash your baby's feet. You know, like, with, you know, just do it as a family. And talk about how Christ did this for, for his, um, his disciples. And he does it for us by serving us um, through his love on a daily basis. Um, what a great example. So I encourage you to try that out. The next one, the garden prayer. You know, our Lord prayed in a garden before he died. And I love that the, the main focus of his prayer became not my will, but your will be done. And that's something that I am constantly telling my four-year-old, especially, like, it's not about us. You know, it's all about what the Lord wants from us. So I'd encourage you, go find a garden. And just sit and pray. It doesn't have to be like, you don't have to pray about anything fancy or whatever. You could just sit in a garden and pray and be like, we are doing as Christ did, you know, when he was on his journey to the cross. Okay, the next slide, Good Friday. Now, this idea is very, very precious to me. I saw it and I thought it was so, so um, powerful. I once spoke at um, a MOPS group a couple 
several years ago, and a mom came up to me afterward, and it was Easter. She was very disturbed, and she was like, I am not telling my kids about Jesus' death. It's too gruesome. It's too horrible. You know, and, and, and she went on and said some things that made her uncomfortable, and I said, you know, I, I totally understand. I get it. Um, but, <laughs> but I think that kids... I think kids will understand it the way a kid would understand it. Like, I look at the cross and I'm thinking how his bones are being crushed, his muscles are being, like, torn apart. You know, as an adult, we have a new understanding of of the pain and the suffering he endured. Whereas, I think, like, a kid might look at the nails and they're thinking of Handy Manny or whatever. You know, like, who's got, who's got like, hardware and nails and things. Like, you, they see a boo-boo. You know, they don't, I just don't think that they're getting the, you know, but they're getting the point that he had a boo-boo for me. And I think that we can't skip over that. That's the gospel. He had to suffer, get a boo-boo for us. And you can break it down and you don't have to say, they ripped him. You know, like you don't have to like go there. It's really, it's a matter you can go and you can still get the point and message across in a way that they will understand. So um, here's a great thing. You just share with them. And what I love, if you have this Jesus storybook Bible in it, um, they have this page which talks about his death. And I'm going to just, my favorite thing about this page was the line where, it, I, I wish I had time to read you the whole thing, but basically they nailed Jesus to the cross and everyone's saying, if you were really the son of God, you could just climb down off that cross, they said. And of course they were right. Jesus could have just climbed down. Actually, he could have just said a word and made it all stop. Like when he healed that little girl and stilled the storm and fed 5,000 people. But Jesus stayed. You see, they didn't understand it was wasn't the nails that kept Jesus there. It was love. I love that line. And so what you can do with your kids, read that if you have that Bible, which I highly recommend. Give them a little red circle on the palm of their hand and then write your child's name. So I'm going to write my own name. You can write your name above that and you tell your children, what does that, what does this remind you of? Jesus died for me. That's it. You doesn't have to be any more than that. This reminds me, Jesus died for me. Jesus loves me. That's all they need to know, you know? And I think that's really like an awesome celebration if you your kids can answer what does this remind you of okay um so i encourage you to do that on saturday the day before easter i love this i thought this was so beautiful um i'm going to have a printable on my blog that says joy comes in the morning and um that's a scripture from the book of psalms chapter 30 by a lily And then put that note with it and put it on someone's doorstep on Saturday afternoon, evening. Because that day can kind of be one of those days where it's just kind of like, you know, symbolically, it's a gloomy day and it's a quiet day. And I thought, what a great message to send that joy comes in the morning. And then finally on Easter Sunday, have a blast, have so much fun celebrating, have a dance party. On my blog, you can find resurrection rolls. 
waffles. You can make those for breakfast. It's basically you open it up. It had a marshmallow in it and the marshmallow melts and it's an empty tomb is a symbol of. Just so much fun. Enjoy. Call everyone. Greet everyone with He is risen. He is risen indeed. Um, The message is the hope and joy of the cross. And I just hope that... Y'all will celebrate that with your families and experience his joy this season in your homes. All right. So thank you. And if you want to participate in the joy journey um, and you're on Facebook, hashtag the joy journey. So we can all see your photos and the activities that you've done with your families. All right. Well, God bless you guys. I'll be praying that your children will be blessed. Thanks, Julie. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Maxine is.